Welcome to the February edition of Liftoff. My name is Stephanie Newton. I'm here with my pastor, the senior pastor of Eden Westside, Brother Jackie Cannell. Hey guys, we want to welcome you to Liftoff. Thank you for tuning in today, and I'm excited about what God is doing. And Steph, it's always a fun thing to be able to come and share and talk and uh, let you ask me questions. Yay! That's always exciting. So, what are we talking about today? Today is one of my all-time favorite topics. Today, we're excited to say that Eden Westside loves life discovery. Yes, we, we do. And we think that you should love Sunday school, too. Absolutely. We do love life discovery. And uh, I, I'm telling you, when you tell me we're going to talk about life discovery, I get a little bit, well, I get a whole lot excited. Yay! I'm thinking, yeah, it's a good thing. And I believe in life discovery. I just do, Steph. I believe in life discovery. Well, let's let y'all in on the secret. So life discovery is what we call our Sunday morning small groups. And life is an acronym that stands for living in fulfillment every day and how you discover how to live in fulfillment every day. So we have life groups here at both campuses of Eden Westside. Um, you may call your Sunday school, you might call it a small group or a life group, but let's just start right there, Pastor. Why do we call it life discovery? Well, you know, back, gosh, we were trying to figure out when do we make the transition? You know, uh, uh, I've been the pastor here like forever. And so, uh, you know, we, we were we were doing the Sunday school thing and then we, uh, uh, we was in Chicago. I'll never forget it as long as I live. We was in Chicago and we went out to visit Willow Creek a Church out there with Bill Hybels. And there was a group of us together and we was kind of in a van. We were all contained in a van. And we just started talking about, you know, Sunday school. How do you grow it? What do, you, what do we need to do? And just kind of uh, picking each other's brains and trying to figure out, okay, can we tweak this? Can we tweak that? Uh, because we've always believed in small groups. And so as a result of that, uh, we just kind of started tossing it all around and came up with this uh, this thing called Life Discovery. And Stephanie, you talked about uh, what the acronym of life is, living in fulfillment every day. And we just kind of went, wow, uh, wouldn't that be cool if we could have life groups or we could have Sunday school classes that, that really embrace that, that when people come to it, we could teach them how to live in fulfillment every day day. It's kind of like, uh, you know, John 10, I've come to give them life and give it more abundantly. And so uh, when we started tossing it around, Stephanie, we that just kind of got me going, you know. I was thinking, wow, that is so cool. And that was before this term life group ever come out. And then we added to that discovery. So when you think about it, it's how do you live life in fulfillment every day and as you begin to un, as you begin to uncover how to do that, it is a discovery, and and that's the wow factor of it. Steph is, gosh, we get to live in fulfillment every day, and every Sunday when we come to life discovery, we get to take the Word of God, we get to dig in, we get to learn, we get to grow, uh, we get to share, we get to be in community together, and we're just kind of mining this out. So that as we mine this out, we get to discover God's truth together. And not only do we get to, get to discover God's truth together, but we get to, together as a group, figure out how do we apply that to our life. So that we can go out and live our life in fulfillment every day. 
So that's how it all came about. And man, it was a, it was a good journey. So I'm, I'm excited about it. Well, it's no secret that life discovery is vital to the health of our church. And it's a very important hour. And so there's a lot of things that go on for life discovery. There's a lot of, of other ministries that want a piece of life discovery or want to communicate their life discovery. It's definitely a place where we do relationships and connection. But the purpose of life discovery for us is an easy one. We do life discovery and we teach the Bible in order to win the lost and disciple the saved. And so everything kind of falls through that. And that's one reason that life discovery is so important. In fact, it's so important that Pastor has a little motto about this that you may want to steal for your area or your church. Absolutely, uh, Steb. It, it is. It's what I believe. You know, I, and I got. I got to set this up by telling you guys. You know, as a pastor, I spend a lot of time uh, preparing for sermons and getting ready to preach and do all that. But this is what I want everybody to know. If you've only got one hour to give on on Sundays, give it to Life Discovery. Give it to Life Discovery. Now, you may say, Brother Jackie, you really mean that? I really mean that. I really mean that. I want you to be involved in Life Discovery. Now, I'd love for you to come to preaching on top of that. I'd love for you to come to worship. But if you're only going to give an hour, <clears throat> give it to Life Discovery. And, and I just want to kind of camp out here a minute, Steph, because I believe... Now, when we talk about life discovery, and Steffi, you talked about that uh, we do this on Sunday morning. And, and I want you to hear me and hear me well and, and make sure you understand this. I still believe that the best way to do life groups and Sunday school, whatever you want to call it, is Sunday morning. Absolutely. Hey, how about the no-brainer of this? Okay, how about the no-brainer of this? You're going to get up on Sunday morning and you're going to go to church. Well, you got your family in the car. Uh, you're going to uh, go to church. Why in the world would you not want to have your small groups contained on that Sunday morning at the campus of your church? I mean, we've spent millions of dollars on buildings and facilities, and we've got classrooms all over the campus. Uh, now, there's a lot of people that say, oh, no, we're not, we're not going to do it on Sunday morning. We're going to do it on Tuesday, men's group on Tuesday night, women's group on Thursday night, whatever your deal may be, whatever it may go. But to me, to me... It makes sense. You get your, your kids in the car. You, you go to Sunday church. You're able to have your kids in a classroom where somebody's teaching them the Word of God in, in small groups with kids. You're, 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 you get to go to classes as adults. It's all contained. You go to church. It's a done deal. You get in the car. You go home. You talk about what you learn in your small groups. To me, the dynamic's incredible, and you don't have to spend three other nights a week doing that. Guys, we believe that Sunday Life Discovery is so important that if, you're good, if I were to say anything, you only got an hour, give it to Life Discovery, where you can go to church, connect, have your kids all taken care of, be a family, good night, be a family. And then you talk about in the day we live where everybody's pulled for time. Why in the world would you not just contain that where you can be functional and and in community right where you are in different at, different rooms, different locations, 
And then just be able to have that time together as a family. I think it's the coolest thing on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really do. I think it's the coolest thing. No, well, I know what you're saying. Brother Jack, you're old-fashioned. No, I'm telling you, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. And so, I, yeah, man, I'm, I'm sold on it. I'm sold. I guess you can see the passion. I'm sold on it. I think if you got one hour to give, give it in life discovery where a lot of dynamics are happening. You'll be glad you did that. Our church has a ton of things going on all the time. As we've talked about before, there are always different ministry opportunities and places to serve and fellowship and and have recreation and stuff. So we find that doing a Sunday morning life discovery or small group or life group is crucial to the health of the modern family. Um, Otherwise, you are. You're spending those three or four nights a week all separated out. It's it's really the most time-efficient thing for the health of your congregation. So speaking of a healthy congregation, um, while we are absolutely convinced that life discovery on Sunday mornings particularly is the way to go, let's talk about some signs, Pastor, that a church's Sunday school is healthy. How how does the person watching our video today know that, that they have a good, strong Sunday school, life group, small group, life discovery? Whatever it may be. Well, I, I'm, you know, I took, I, I did write down uh, five things that I think, to me, manifest that you've got a healthy situation going on. The first thing, now remember, I'm all, I'm one of those guys. I'm, I'm convinced that this is the centerpiece of everything that we do. The Bible, what we teach, what we preach, that ought to be the very focal point of everything that we build our, our, our Sunday schools around or our life groups or whatever. It's not about our stuff. It's about this right here. So I believe that this has to be the centerpiece of everything that we're doing in church and everything. And that's all about Jesus, y'all. This is the book that, that tells us about Christ. This is what we ought to be studying. We're not here to talk about uh, car racing. We're not that's not this this is our centerpiece this is the centerpiece of what we do so here's the question Stephanie, you asked me what are some of the signs that a Sunday school or a life discovery or a life group is healthy okay I'm gonna give you five things big deals I'm telling you you're gonna be glad I said this first of all you can tell it's healthy is if community's happening you gotta have community happening that is you've got to have uh, people the community of the people. It's got to be happening. There's got to be a connection. So uh, I, I, I could just talk about that for three hours. Community's got to happen. That is, you're caring for one another. You're loving for, for each other. You watch this. You know their name. Uh, you're able to speak to them. The community's happening. You, you, you know when they're going through the ups and the downs, and you're connecting, and community is happening. So I think that it's healthy when you see community happening happening in your life group or your Sunday school class. Secondly, I believe it's healthy when you see maturity being manifested. That is, you are beginning to metabolize the spiritual teaching that we have in your spirit, man, and all of a sudden, you begin to see maturity happening. And I believe that a healthy life discovery, small group, whatever it is, you're going to see spiritual maturity beginning to be manifested. You're going to see, this is going to be really good. You've got to remember this. You will, be, you will begin to see Jesus being lived out in everybody's life. 
maturity is going to be manifested. You're going to be able to have spiritual guidelines in your life. Uh, decisions you're making are you're going to be regulated by maturity you find in, as you study the Word of God. So I believe maturity is going to be manifested. Secondly, or thirdly, people are serving. You're sending people out of your class to serve in other classes. And you're going to see them, what we call campus missionaries, that you're going to be excited that that Bob and Sue Smith is going to teach in the nursery or going to serve in the preschool department or helping with the students or whatever it may be. And I believe it's going to be very essential that in a healthy environment, you're sending out people to serve. That's going to be good. Fourthly, watch this, big deal, numbers are growing. Numbers are growing. Now, people say, now wait a minute, Brother Jack, we're not all about numbers. Yes, you are. Uh, you are about them. You want to, we're not all about numbers either, but good night. If you're growing something and, and it's reaching people, it's, it's a byproduct. Your numbers are, are going to go from here to here to here to here to here. You're going to see numbers growing. Numbers represent people. People represent souls. So you're going to be able to say, wow, we had, uh, we had 10 in our, our class or in our group. Uh, now we've sent out four to go serve. Now we've got 12 coming. And you're going to be excited about that. That's going to be a dynamic that you can celebrate. And you're going to be excited about that. And then fifthly, how can you tell it's healthy? You're going to find, Stephanie, that units are being created. Uh, that all of a sudden your class, your, your group, you're going to say, gosh, we need to create another unit. Not, not split a class. Don't ever use that term. You're creating another unit. So what do you do? You find a grouping, a couple people, three or four people in your class and go, gosh, let's, let's multiply ourselves. Let's create another unit. And that unit then begins to have the dynamic of that unit that was sent, that sent them. And all of a sudden now you're able to grow like crazy because it's healthy. An unhealthy class, I'm going to go back to that, community is not happening. Maturity is not being manifested. People are not serving. Numbers are not growing. And units are not being created. That's unhealthy. Healthy classes, healthy groups, all that's happening. And watch this. Everybody's excited about it. Everybody's excited about it. They have an objective. They have a goal. It's a purpose. It means something. It's incredible. There's a million other stuff, but those five, I, I just hook my anchor to and go, man, if you see that happening, you got a healthy situation. What do you think? Absolutely. So that's kind of the essentials for the overall picture. Let's talk about a little narrower for that individual class. Okay. What are some of the elements that each class needs to have in their hour or so together? Oh, my goodness. You know what? Uh, good grief. Y'all y'all got me. She's got me going on all this, as you can tell. When you narrow it down and you're going, well, how do we make it's kind of like we got the, the, the cart in front of the horse on the question here because, yeah, you got all the healthy stuff, you're creating units, all this. What does it take to make that happen? How do you, how do you narrow it down to go, okay, let's take, the, let's take our pulse. Are we ever going to get there? Is it ever going to happen for our class, our group, our unit, whatever it may be? Here's some things I'm telling you that for me, you can take, you can look in, in your class this Sunday and go, okay, is this happening? 
And if you're if this is happening in your class, then I'm telling you, you're on the right path and you're on the right way. Now, again, not neglecting Bible teaching. This is our priority. We have to do this. Right. This is this is the centerpiece. But what are we going to surround this with? How are we going to make this happen? So, are you ready? I'm going to give you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm going to give you nine of them that I wrote down. All right? All you right. ready? And we'll talk about this because I think it's important. Preparation. That's a big word, preparation. You know, if you're going to be successful in anything, you have to prepare yourself to be successful. And preparation goes all the way from the teacher being prepared to teach to the classroom being prepared, uh, which I'll talk about in a minute. But preparation is essential. Do you guys realize what we're doing? We're, we're, not, we're, we're in the eternal business. We're in God's business. If there's anything on planet Earth that we ought to give preparation to, it ought to be to our small groups as we come together. What's our plan? What's our objective? What we're doing? Have we prayed about it? Uh, have, we, have we really dug in the Word? Are we ready to deliver that Word? Five Ps. Prior preparation prevents poor performance. Prior preparation prevents poor performance. If you're going to, if you're going to hit a home run in anything, you've got to prepare. You've got to prepare. Get yourself prepared. So, Steph, uh, narrowing it down, healthy class, preparation. Number two, atmosphere. Atmosphere. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Who wants to go into a room that the posters haven't been changed in a year and a half. It's ugly. There's no thought being given into it. Look at your atmosphere. Listen. Look at, look at your room. Look at the wall. Look at... Listen to me. Put a, You've got a CD player? Put a CD player in your room with some worship music and make it come alive. Have a greeter at the door. Smile. Make it a great atmosphere. Make it a great atmosphere. People love great atmospheres. Have you ever been to a place that was not? Mm-hmm. I mean, you go, oh, this, is, this is terrible. Atmosphere. Now, I could talk about atmosphere for a long time. But man, look at that. Think about that. What message are you sending to the people that's, that's walking? Are you expecting anybody to walk in the door, first of all? But what message do they... I mean, think about this. Changing from one thought to the other thought. A room with no music, a room with no greeters, a room with no... Uh, that is ugly, it's barren. The, the posters are, you know, they came over on the ark. Um, uh, you know, you, you got all that versus... I'm gonna. I get to do a class today, a small group. Man, when they walk in, I'm gonna have great worship music playing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have you know something set up for them. I'm gonna welcome them. I'm, they're gonna think they. I mean, I just roll the red carpet out. Good night. And I'm gonna make everybody that comes in my classroom feel like a million dollars when they walk in. Oh my goodness! I want to go to that class. So preparation, atmosphere. Friendliness, be friendly. Good grief. Nobody wants to go anywhere where people are not friendly to them. you got to be friendly to people. you got to speak to people. Hi, my name is so-and-so. What's your name? You know why you do that? Because you're expecting somebody new to come in every Sunday. 
speak to people, be friendly to people, good night. And then, this is a big one. Are you ready for this one? Escort. Escort. If you have new people come into your, your small group, don't let them be by themselves. You become their intentional escort for the day. You escort them from your classroom to the worship center. Set with them in preaching. Help them, help them assimilate themselves. You be their escort that day. I think that that, that is a big word, Steph. And, and we've got to, classes have got to get that. You got to get that. And then fellowship. You got to have fellowships. You know, that's just a Christian thing to do. You got to eat. You got to have fellowships. Fellowships. Make your fellowships exciting. Uh, in, invite people. Involve people. Have times where you get together and do things together. And then outreach. That's a no-brainer. You got to do outreach. Uh, you know, that's our whole point of being on planet Earth is to reach the world. So you need to have an intentional outreach in reach, in reach. Care for those people in your classes. Care for those people in your classes. And then here's another new one. The one. The one. If you're going to have a healthy class, you've got to always think about the one. Let me give you what that means. Who is the one that's missing today? Who is the one that's not here? Who is the one that we need to call? Who is the one that we need to encourage? If everybody has the one, it's amazing what will happen. All of a sudden, you're thinking about that one, the one. You got to have that in a healthy class. And that has to be intentional. But don't let me get away from that yet. I want to say there's a second part of the one. Who is the one that's coming to visit your class today? And you know you're going to have the one because everybody's been taught our goal is to get people to come. So who's going to be the one today that's going to show up in your class that's new? Who is the one? You ought to put that on your board. The one. If you're going to have a healthy class, you're going to narrow it down and be healthy in your class. Always think about the one, the one. And when everybody's thinking about it, the one, then everybody ministers to the one and everybody reaches the one and the class just grows exponentially. And then finally, share the gospel. Share the gospel. Let me tell you something. Every Every class, every week, ought to share the gospel. Absolutely. You ought to have a time in your class where you share the gospel. You know, we have this mindset, that's our preacher's job. No, it's not. It's all of our jobs as Christians. What a beautiful thing to think about. Remember, you're expecting, what did I tell you? The one you're expecting the one to come in every Sunday that's going to come into your class that don't know Jesus. You're expecting the one because you've invested in them. You've invited them. You, 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 you're expecting that one to come in. Well, you know what? When they come into your class, and let's just say they're that one that, that your class has been praying for and you've been inviting. Well, you know what? Share the gospel. Share, don't wait for the preacher to do it. He might be preaching on tithing that day. Good night. And, and they'll get, you know, don't do that. Share the gospel in your 
small groups. Share the gospel. That's why we're on planet Earth still. So let me go over it again. Preparation, atmosphere, friendliness, escort, fellowship, outreach, inreach. Do you remember the next one? The one. And then share the gospel. Man, if we could make all that happen. Good night. How exciting would that be? What do you That's think? amazing. What do you think? I think the one is critical and the one in view of the gospel. Because without that, the, the rest of it almost doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter if you have great fellowships. If you have no one coming in that, that needs to hear Jesus. So that's why we're here. So we, want, we need to talk about Jesus. And so sharing the gospel is absolutely essential yeah, every time. Just may, don't you think? So I'm looking for that one every Sunday. I'm looking for that one. Man. You know what? That one to encourage, that one that needs uh, just a just a prayer, that one that that's going through a hard time, that one that's never been in our church before. Good night. Take that same mindset and put it in your classes. Guarantee you'll come back and hug me. You'll come back and say, "Brother Jackie, that's the most phenomenal thing we've ever done." The one, and escort. Don't forget the escorts. Big deal. I think if you plan your hour based on the one, it changes everything you do and the way that you do it. If you view everything from the one, then then that person that's greeter is looking for the one. They're greeting with a purpose and they're they're fellowshipping for a purpose. So I think the one is the critical piece. Oh, it's a big deal, man. Good night. And, and and you know when you narrow that down to not just the name of whatever you do, small group, life group, Sunday school, life discovery. Come on, guys. It's about reaching people. It's about loving people. It's about ministering. You can call it anything under the sun. You, you know, five years from now they'll come up with another name. You know, but it's all about that. It's all about doing what we're supposed to do. So, so what do you think, Steph? What do you think? I think that I would love to hear what you would like to tell each life discovery teacher or assistant or small group teacher or assistant or Sunday school teacher and assistant. But the, that individual teacher or assistant that's watching us today and is thinking about life discovery, and they've kind of heard you talk about the one and sharing the gospel and stuff. What would you like to say to each one of them? You know, uh, I'm going to tell you a little story about that. But the one thing that I would like to share with, with the, the leaders is for them to really stop and ask this question, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? I mean, really and truly, why are we having small groups? Why are we having life groups? Why are we, uh, why, why? If, if it's just to hang out, man, you can do that anywhere. If it's just to uh, just to find a place to chit chat, you can do that anywhere. I mean, there's there's social clubs all over the world doing all that kind of stuff. Good night. Look, we're in this business. Why are we doing this? We're here to let our light so shine before men that they may see our good works and glorify our Father in heaven. We're here to prepare people to meet Jesus. That's why we're here. A few years ago, I was in Jacksonville, Florida, First Baptist Church of Jacksonville, Florida. And man, it's huge. It was a it's a big a big church, and uh, we were there for a conference. and And uh, I was sitting, I know it's in the balcony, and uh, because there was tons of people there. And at this particular, uh, it was a a, um, a breakout session uh, that they were having. And the breakout session was in the auditorium. 
And so they had a speaker, and I, the, you know, we were still in the balcony listening to the speaker. Well, I looked around me, and I just started noticing something that everybody that was in that group was like college kids or really young adults. And then I spotted this one lady. Now, I know this is not appropriate, but I'm telling you, she was not young. So she was older, and it was obvious that she was an older senior adult. And so being as introverted as I was, it was killing me because I really wanted to know why is this older lady in this conference talking about reaching people and... um, and man, it just got it got to me. I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. I finally just got up, made my way down there. We had a break, and I made my, I found her, and I said, uh, you know, I I'm just curious. You know, um, you was in this small group with me in this big auditorium, listening to this guy talk about reaching young people, whatever it was, and. Um, you know, I noticed that in the in that group there was a lot of young people, a lot of college kids, and and, and you. <laughs> so, what in the world? I mean, why why are you here in this in that group? And she looked at me like she was startled that I would even ask that question. Like, uh, are you just you don't think or something? And she said something that changed my life. She said, "I'm here to." Uh, she said, "I've been teaching the senior adult class in my church for X number of years." And I'm here to learn how to do it better. I want to do better at this. And this is what she said that changed my life. She said, young man, you do understand that I'm the last stop before these people meet Jesus. And I want to make sure that I have them ready to meet him. (gasps) And I thought, wow, here is an older lady coming to a conference She could have been doing anything in the world. She came to a conference to get another nugget of how she can do a better job preparing senior adults how to meet Jesus. And I thought, wow, that just rattled my cage. And I thought, if everybody could get that, if everybody could get that, we're not here just to take up time. We're not here just to... Uh, Philip, we're here to get people prepared to meet Jesus. And so that one lady, whoever she is, she'll meet in heaven again. But she radically rocked my boat. That there is a purpose for what we do. There's a purpose, my friend, for what you do. So if I had to say anything at all, make sure you understand what the purpose is. It's not just to get together and eat, eat donuts and drink coffee. It's not just to get together and talk about the weather or, or football or whatever. It's that we are preparing people to meet Jesus. Well, there you have it. That's why we love Life Discovery. And I hope that after today that you love your Sunday school and small groups as well. So I hope that you'll use the tools you learned today to make it an even better, more wonderful place to be. So February is our I Love Life Discovery focus here at the exciting Eden Westside. So if you're a member of Eden Westside, I look forward to seeing you in Life Discovery to see why we love it. Um, if you've enjoyed Liftoff today, we want to invite you to help us make Liftoff the premier 
video series to train your church staff or ministry team. So please share our session today with your friends on your social media platform. You can always reach us at our website at www.nosi.org or YouTube channel to watch this and many, many other things that we have there. So on behalf of Enoisi, thanks for watching and thanks for sharing. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in.